Uh, we are so blessed to have um, so much faith and love and willingness to share talent here at Stone. So uh, this month, uh, the month of July in worship, we have been uh, talking about and thinking about and moving through the five essential practices of the Christian faith that Reverend Adam Hamilton writes about in his book, The Walk. We use that in our uh, Lenten study. And uh, the first two weeks, one week we did prayer, last week was study. Today, just by the very fact we are here together and making a promise to care for these little people, uh, we emphasize service, next week giving, and finally at the end of July sharing. We've been attending to the Apostle Paul's words to uh, the early church. First in the um, book of uh, the letter to 1 Corinthians, in these last two Sundays, in Paul's writing to a very young church in Rome. This morning I share with you a passage that in my uh, translation is marked marks of a true Christian. Romans chapter 12 verses 9 through 21. Paul writes this. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection and outdo one another in showing zeal. Do not know and in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal, but be ardent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another and do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought of what is noble in the sight of all. If it's possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing, you will heap burning coals on their heads. But do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Um, you'll be glad to know not a long sermon this morning. <laughs> I thought I'd let you know that in advance. <laughs> this passage, though, is so rich with instruction and inspiration. How are we supposed to live in the world? That's what this is about. How are we supposed to live? Not necessarily what we're supposed to believe, but how are we supposed to live? Paul writes, let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Contribute to the needs of saints. And when in, the, um, in this early church, saints didn't mean perfect people. It meant believers, those who you gathered with. Those who shared your faith. So it says, contribute to the needs of saints, but that's not all. Extend hospitality to strangers. Ah, both things, right? Care for those in your midst, but... Also, those outside your community. If it is at all possible, so far as it depends upon you, live peaceably with all. Do not overcome, do not be overcome by evil, 
but overcome evil with good. Inspirational, yes. Practical, possible, I'm not sure. Two of the questions that I asked you parents and sponsors related to this commitment of bringing your child to baptism. I asked you if you would, by your teaching and example, hold on here, I'm going to go back to my exact questions to you. I asked you if by your teaching and example that you would nurture these children in Christ's holy church, that they would be guided to accept God's grace for themselves, to profess their faith openly and to lead a Christian life by your teaching and by your example, by the way you live, by the way you love, by the way you care for one another, by, by the way you live in the world, by by what you do in your spare time, by what you do for your vocation, by how you care for those within your family, but also that line about hospitality to strangers. You confirmed that, that you were going to try to do this, right? And I feel many days for myself like that's the best I can do to try, to overcome evil with good. And this is hard and holy work. I have, uh, my husband and I raised two sons and two daughters, and, and now we have seven grandsons. So I know a little bit about how difficult some of these days are for parents, especially young parents like those of you who we just celebrated baptism, of trying to balance work and, and home and, and moves and changes and health and issues that come up how we all collectively deal with grief and, and new life and unfolding possibilities while also monitoring screen use <laughs> and all those other things that confront parents these days. So what we have said this morning as a congregation, what we have said this morning as a congregation is that you parents are not alone. And that's not just for the little people who were baptized this morning, but for all of you with kids here this morning in the sanctuary. We've made a covenant. It's a serious thing. We have renewed our covenant that we're with you in this hard and holy work. We have said as a people gathered that you can come to us if you need advice or if you don't. We'll probably still offer it, okay? Let's be honest. But we have promised that we would pray for you. We promised that by our lives we will model a Christian life. Again, by what we say and what we do. How we protect you in the world and protect all little children everywhere. We have confirmed our covenant to rejoice with those who rejoice. To weep with those who weep. We've renewed our, congregate, our covenant this morning to feed the hungry and give drink to the thirsty. We're going to do this together. We're going to do this together. That is our holy promise and pledge. I've asked Jen if she would put back up on the screen the first collective reading that we did as a congregation in response to our call to baptize these little people. I'm going to ask you again, this congregation gathered, in light of our scripture, in light of what we're instructed to do, to offer this prayer again for these families and for families everywhere. Please join me.
With God's help, we will proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ. We will surround Shep, Cannon, Gabe, Ava, Eleanor, and Locke with a community of love and forgiveness that they may grow in their service to others. We will pray for them that they may be true disciples who walk in the way that leads to life. Amen. Amen.